yo. Every nigga is a star. Let me show you who you are. Growing up in the hood, seeing toonies on cars. What I gotta do to get that? Get a pack, spin a check, get it. You know, I. You know what? Oh shit, can you hear all that? All that scratching and shit? You know, I feel like the most challenging thing for me is basically going to be sitting here talking to myself. I have to, like, in my mind, visualize that I'm talking to another person. Not like schizophrenia, but more so like, oh, like, y'all are listening, but y'all are also here with me. No? Maybe. Whatever. Um, if this is your first time listening, first of all, I want to say thank you because I have never, ever done this before. This is my very first podcast episode. Um, my name is Byron Graffiti. If you just so happen to stumble upon this, you may be lost, but I do encourage you to stay because this shit is going to be fun. Like, yeah, motherfucker, like, this shit gonna be lit, fuck that, thank y'all for joining, this is the first episode of the Music Kingdom, I am your host, Byron Graffiti, and I basically wanted to do something new, I started a blog called the Music Kingdom, you can follow the Instagram, the Music Kingdom, underscore, and I wanna talk about pop culture, I wanna talk about, of course, music, my nigga, I love music, like, everyone that knows me knows this, like, I decided to take everything I love to do and wrap it up into one. I let it talk shit, but only if it's valuable shit. Cause like, don't you just hate a motherfucker that just talks for no goddamn reason and you're not saying nothing. So what fulfills me is talking about music. Like a lot of niggas be arguing about sports and you know, what team is going to the finals and the NBAs and shit like that. My nigga, that's how I speak about music. Like, I will argue you down about some music stats or or who wrote this or <laughs> who produced this on the low and how your fave can't sing live. I don't want to say no names, but you know. You know, the thing that I don't get is like when people try to argue about their favorite artists. Because if you love your favorite artist, you do. But don't be delusional. You know what I'm saying? My thing is... Be honest, be real, because you're not going to love every single thing that your artist does. But yeah, fuck all of that. Um, You may hear some rapping in the background, me, you know, uncovering something. I don't want to make this like an ASMR thing, but um, whatever. I heard that y'all into that type of shit, too, because like, don't cap, like, y'all be watching the pickle lady. That lady is hella fucking entertaining. Fuck that. So what I'm doing right now, for those who are listening, I'm opening up this wrapper. I have an edible that I've been saving just for this occasion. It's like popping a cherry <laughs> or popping a champagne bottle or whatever. I don't know. So I'm going to go ahead and get y'all some crunching. You know what I mean? Because I'm good. Like, I ain't even going to lie. Like, I know I'm ghetto. I'm not one of them black people that's like, um, we need to rise above. I mean, yeah, we need to rise above. But nigga, I'm hood too. Fuck out of here. And I embrace it. Fuck all that. So, I'm tell you a little bit about me. Like I said before, my name is Byron Graffiti. Um, I'm originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. 
I moved from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania when I was about 12. And I relocated to Charlotte, North Carolina. Now I'm from North Carolina, like the wood. Like, it's cool. Like, shout out to everybody in Charlotte. Oh shit, I forgot I can't like touch the mic. Look, this shit gonna be real unprofessional because I'm doing this shit by myself. But if y'all fuck with me, y'all fuck with me regardless. But yeah, I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, you know, when I was 12. Back in 2005. And, um, you know, I've just been staying there and shit like that. But I recently, not recently, but in September, I got into this really, really bad car accident. And I could have lost my life. It was crazy. I was just riding down the street, coming from McDonald's. It was like 2 in the morning, smoking a blunt. That's not why I crashed, so don't even try it. Smoking a blunt, minding my business, and some car just like runs a stop sign, bam, just straight up hits me in my passenger side, and I lost control of my car, and I veered off the road into a ditch, um, off of Margaret Wallace. Shout out to everybody in Charlotte, Margaret Wallace, out of wild hand, and it was crazy because in that moment, this is just the type of person I am, but when I got hit, I was just figuring out, okay, where the fuck am I about to crash at? Mind you, this is all happening within, like, 60 seconds. So, like, this is how my mind works. So, I got hit, and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, what the fuck? I'm about to crash. So, I had to just hurry up and go into this ditch. I ain't had no choice. And it was the only place I knew that could stop my vehicle. So, I crashed into the ditch. It smoked everywhere. And I'm like, this shit is going to blow the fuck up if I don't turn this car off. So, I'm like, oh, shit. I turn the car off, and I'm good. Like, I take a breath. I'm like, yo, like, thanking God that I'm alive because it really could have been worse. Like, if I could show y'all a picture of my car, I might post it on Instagram just to reflect. If you don't follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is Byron Graffiti. Um, I may just post it on there just to reflect, but my car was tore the fuck up. Like, it was total. So, I'm laying there in the ditch, and I couldn't get out my car. So, weirdly enough, it was a fireman just on the block, like, sitting in his truck. And he saw the whole fucking thing. So he come running up to me. He's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, oh shit, like help me, motherfucker. Of course I'm not okay. You just seen what that. No, all jokes aside, like God bless that man for even being there. He helped me get out of my car. And he was just like, are you okay? Like, are you sure you're okay? I'm walking around like nothing happened. And I'm looking at the other car like, yo, like his shit's fucked up. I mean, mine is too because it's in a ditch. But neither one of us have lost our lives we're walking away from this unscratched. They're like, do you want to go to the hospital? I'm like, no, because I'm high. And I don't want nobody to be like, oh, it was my fault. So I went to the hospital the next morning. But in that moment, when I got into that car accident, you know, I'm telling this story because this is what prompted my new move. When I got into that car accident, I didn't have nothing. I had to quit my job because my job relied on me being able to have transportation to get there. Because I was working with special needs children, you know, picking them up from their homes and taking them to work, things like that. And in that moment, I'm like, yo, like this was my livelihood. I was doing like Lyft and Uber on the side. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, how am I going to get around? And I've been feeling like for years that I was stuck in Charlotte, you know. Um, I had family that lived in Los Angeles, California, but... Like, we never really had a bond. Like, I didn't know them at all. You know, my my dad is from Compton, and 
his mom's out there, my grandmother and my aunts and my uncles and my cousins. So I always felt like I wanted to meet them and, you know, build a bond and a connection with them. Um, that's another story for another day. But that car accident helped me in a way because I got motivated. I says, you know what? I'm moving to L.A. And a few months later, I just bought my ticket. I quit my job. <laughs> okay, don't do this. <laughs> this is just... It was my little uh, Kanye West moment. But don't do this. Like, I bought a ticket, quit my job. I only had $300 in my savings. And fuck it. I just moved to L.A. December 4th. And Jay-Z's birthday, by the way. And I haven't looked back. Now it's July 5th. Um, This is like my seventh month in L.A. Um, in my own place. I mean, I have a roommate. Like, we cool as shit. Um, it's my own place. It's, it's peace. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, the more that y'all listen, I'll be able to open up a little more, but this is just the first episode, but it was a struggle. You know, I didn't know anybody here. I barely knew my family in LA. All I had was my phone really to just like show me where to go. I was getting on different apps, looking for jobs, not those type of apps. Okay, I, I not those. I know what apps y'all be on y'all. No. And I was looking for jobs and I was finding out how to get transportation. I was doing Uber, but when I couldn't afford Uber, my black ass was on the bus. I was on the train. Like, I had job interviews all the time. Like, I was not fucking around, bro. This city just, like, motivated me so much in a way that Charlotte didn't. And I'm not saying, like, Charlotte's a bad place. What I'm saying is when you're comfortable, you don't see anything outside of your comfortability. You don't see what other things that you can do because you don't put yourself in those situations. What I'm, what I'm saying is, like, being out here in L.A. brought out my inner hustler, like, I've been on the motherfucking go, shawty. Like, I've been on the go. I just, I don't have no time to look back, and I don't have time to straddle, and I don't have time to fail because I don't want to fail. Like, I'm out here for a reason. I'm out here to live my life in a new environment. I'm out here to chase my dreams, whether it be my music, um, me as a personality, anything that I want to do business-wise, this is a great city and a great opportunity to do it, you know, um, so that's just a little introduction, it may have ran a little bit longer, but I felt like y'all needed to vibe with me before we get into this, because a lot of people that's probably listening either follow me on Twitter, Tumblr, or Instagram, but I'm hoping to reach new heights, I want to meet new people, I want new supporters, so if you fuck with me, definitely share this to those people in your life that listen to podcasts. Definitely follow my Instagram, Byron Graffiti, and my other Instagram, the Music Kingdom underscore. I just want to, you know, let's do this, y'all. But yeah, let's talk about some music. Um, Right now, I'm still listening to the Carters, of course. Everything is love. I'm listening to Tiana Taylor, Keep That Same Energy. (laughs) 
I've been trying to keep the same energy, Tiana. Honestly, I have. I'll get back to that. Um, I'm listening to Drake, Scorpion. Um, it's going to take me maybe a little bit longer to get into it because I'm not one of those people that like, oh, I hear it a couple times. I'm like, oh, my God, I love this. My nigga, there's like 25 songs. Like, I have to digest the entire album. Like, hell, I'm still getting through Chris Brown's album with them 100 motherfucking songs on them. So, yeah, I did pick up Jacquees' new album, 4275. Um, I'm still playing Kid C, Ghost, Kanye, and Kid Cudi. Um, the Ye album is cool, but not like for every day. That's just like, oh, I'm just going to put it on for right now. That's not nothing that like I'm going to play to go to the club. Because Kanye, we're going to talk about Kanye later. Because he, uh, anyway. But what I just saw on my timeline that really just, I wouldn't say that it startled me. It just took me back Keisha Cole is pregnant y'all now if y'all don't know Keisha Cole is dating this little nigga that's like my little brother's age this nigga's like 20 like maybe 19 his name is Nico Kale whatever these kids and these exquisite I can't talk I'm talking about my last name graffiti but you know what I'm saying though this little nigga is hella young Keisha Cole like 35 about to be 40 and I'm just like, what in the midlife crisis is going on? Like, she's she posted a picture on her Instagram that's saying, I'm pregnant in my fashion overfit. It's just like, what's going on? Like, Keisha, for real? Like, I get it. No, I don't get it. Because it's like, I've dated some older motherfuckers in my life. You know what? We're not even going to have the discussion. You know what, bro? Good for you for shooting up the club. <laughs> for shooting up the club, you have unlimited checks. I wouldn't say unlimited. I would say however many residuals she's still getting from that first album because ain't nobody really playing Keisha Cole like that. But, yeah. I don't know if she's going to be back on Living Hip Hop. I don't really know what Keisha has going on. But she is pregnant. Congratulations. Um... I wish them a happy, healthy pregnancy. Um, but what, like, okay, real quick, because like, what does a thirty-five-year-old woman see in like a twenty-year-old? I mean, besides dick, what what else could they possibly see? What would make you say, you know what? I'm sick of these niggas my age. I'm gonna go to high school and get me one, like. That's weird. I mean, because Black China is doing that shit, too. Like, I just read that she's dating a boxer that's, like, 19. That's with Floyd Mayweather and them. And I just, I just don't get it. I just, but whatever. Uh, if you happy, ho, I'm happy, too. Shit. But, yeah, back to music. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. The Carters have dropped the album of the summer, of course. Where was I when I found out this news? At motherfucking work. And my phone, I lost my phone. Like, at the club. <laughs> I lost my phone at the club, so I was, like, phoneless for, like, two, three weeks. And I didn't find out that they dropped the album until I got home. And one of my homeboys hit me up on Facebook. Because that's how I was keeping in contact with everybody when I ain't had no phone. And he was like, yo, the motherfucking car just dropped. Byron, you need to find that album. Because I'm like, what? I mean, they always come to me to look for shit, 
that's like because <laughs> i'm not even gonna say but like they're just like byron go find this fucking album i know it's out because at the time i think they just dropped ape shit and i'm not knowing nothing about no album so i'm looking i'm googling i'm typing my little motherfucking ass off bam i see the ape shit video bruh bruh these niggas was in the motherfucking Louvre acting ignorant as fuck like Beyonce is the greatest female rapper of our generation, and you could take that to the motherfucking bank and cash it, ho. Make sure it's a Bank of America, because she raps better than your fave. She raps better than Nicki. She raps better than Cardi. She raps better than Queen Latifah. I don't give a fuck. Beyonce is the greatest rapper of our own, of all time. I don't give a fuck if she didn't write none of that shit. She delivered it. That's the thing. You de- Your delivery... Your delivery is going to set you apart. I almost dropped my phone. Your delivery. If you can deliver that shit A1, like the sauce that go on steak, you're good. You're good with me. But that album has just been a constant play, baby. Constantly, constantly. From nice, because I'm so nice, nice, nice. Boss. I can't even tell you, like, my favorite song because I love the whole fucking album. Especially friends. My friends were friends better than your friends. Hey. Like, that's my shit, yo. Like, <sighs> I can't wait to see them on the run when they come to L.A. I'm going to act a plum motherfucking fool. And they better perform new shit by the time they get to America. I swear on everything I love. Because if she think, if her and her husband, let me not disrespect Jay-Z. If Beyonce and Jay-Z come to America with that same on the run shit, and think I'm going to fucking buy a ticket to that shit. I absolutely am. But I'm still going to be mad about it. But I'm still going to go. I would just really like if you could just perform the album at the tour. When you come to America, Beyonce. Because it's my shit. You know. And more new releases. Like I was saying, I'm still listening to Drake Scorpion. As of right now, I really, really fuck with Emotionless. That Mariah Carey sample, my nigga. Okay, say what you want about 40, but he delivers. Let's back, let's reel it on back. Delivery. He delivers. That production is flawless, my guy. Um, of course, I also love Jaded on the B side. If I had to choose between A and B side, I can't. Because sometimes I'm A side and sometimes I'm B side. Like some some days I don't give a fuck about you. And then some days I want to text you. Like, I miss you and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I fucking miss your ass. Oh, punk ass motherfucker. Anyway, we're not going to do that. <laughs> and of course, you know, um, I want to talk about Tiana Taylor. And the reason why... I took a deep breath is because I'm upset because I genuinely, Ooh, let me find out. I can't speak. I really fucking care about Tiana Taylor. Like as an artist, she is phenomenal. Like she does everything. She knows how to write. She choreographs. She acts. She can sing like, and she can spit a few bars if she wants to, but she don't like to. Um, when she dropped her first album seven back in 2014, Yo, me and my friends ran that fucking album in the ground. Like, I still have that album in rotation because No Shade is better than this album that came out 
Um, my favorite songs on seven, of course, Do Not Disturb with Chris Brown, Broken Hearted Girl with Fabulous, a.k.a. The Dentist. Um, yes, I call Fabulous The Dentist for obvious reasons. Let This is my process. Let me have it. Um, business on her fucking first. Oh, that's on business. Ain't none of your friends' business. Ain't none of my friends. She snaps. Like, she's a vibe. Like, she gets the whole, you know, she gets the whole sampling R&B from the 90s thing without overdoing it. And it's effortlessly. Like, she, it's in her her swag. It's in her stilo. You know what I'm saying? So, when I found out that, you know, she was releasing the album, I'm like, yo, like, this is going to be the best album that Kanye has released out of this Good Music month. Like, he was releasing albums every Friday on Good Music. So, like, when it got down to her, I just felt like she was done completely fucking wrong. They had the listening party for her on Thursday. Okay. Mind you, it's like Thursday in LA, like 10 p.m. So, with that being said, the album should be out by midnight that Friday. Midnight comes, no album. Okay, maybe it's going to, you know, maybe it'll come during the day. Maybe, you know, Pusha T just forgot to upload it. No, him and them weak ass braids did not upload it during the day. We're looking like, hey, yo, where the fuck is Tiana Taylor's album? Like, that was the hashtag all day. And as, as much hard as she puts on and, excuse me, and as much. Excuse me, and as much hardness as she puts on and, like, how she don't care. I know that shit had to hurt because it's like you signed to one of the top rappers in the game and he is just playing with your fucking career. Because even taking it back to her first album, there was nothing done for her on her first album. Everything that she was doing, like, she was grinding on her own. Like, she, it was like she was independent on a major label. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, this album was so good. Her first album, Seven. And if it had the direct promotion, like, the right promotion, it could have sold. Like, for all that, like, she should have saved that fucking album from 2014 and dropped it this year. Because the music is that good. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's timeless. And that album, she only had one video out. She had that video, maybe. She had little clips and snippets of videos. But, like, she never had a full, like, album run. And it and it's fucked up because that was a good project. So, Keep the Same Energy comes, and I'm listening to it. And it's cool. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I like it for what it is because I like her. But when I first heard it, I didn't like it. That's just my honest opinion. I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? But, like, out of my love for her, I'm like, yo, you know what? I'm going to keep listening. Maybe it'll grow on me. And um, she was doing these uh, interviews basically saying that that's not the real album and, you know, her album's going to come out again, like Kanye's going to update it. And that's just embarrassing because it's like you got this talented ass girl on your label and you not even doing right by her. And then, of course, like, you know, the Kanye fans want to say, oh, it's because of sampling. Oh, it's because it is production. No, fuck all of that, because at the end of the day, y'all knew this motherfucking album was coming out on this day so those samples should have been cleared months ago like you can't give me no excuses because he does her he did her dirty to me 
But throughout all of that, the album is okay. It like I give it a a three and a half out of five. I like it because she's talented and it's good music, but there's only like maybe three or four songs that I play like every day and it's only eight songs on the album. Like, I love No Manners. I love Gonna Love Me. I love Three Way and I love Rose in Harlem. Rose in Harlem, I hope that gets a video. Three Way is bomb as fuck. Ty Dolla Sign on them backgrounds. Let's get into Ty Dolla Sign because Ty Dolla Sign is motherfucking killing it, bro. Like, this nigga is on everybody's background. It's like this nigga sneaks into the studio and lays down background vocals for y'all favorite artists. And I'm tired of y'all not paying attention to Ty Dollar because he's been out here motherfucking doing it for a long time. Like, I've been fucking with Ty Dollar Sign since Wiz first signed this nigga in, like, 2012, 2013. And because when I first heard him, I thought he was a rapper. It wasn't until I heard that nigga live one day, and I'm like, yo, this nigga got range. This nigga can sing. I fucks with him. Like, especially, he got this song with 7th Streeter called Credit. Listen, do y'all homework. Go search Ty Dolla Sign Credit with 7th Streeter. Please, just do that. But, you know, Kanye, I just want you to do better by Tiana Taylor because it doesn't make any sense at all. She's talented, and it's like, if you're not going to do right by her, just drop the girl. Just drop her off your label and let her do her independent thing. Because my nigga, like, she's talented. Someone's going to pick her up. And it and it's like, and I know it's, it couldn't be her. It's like maybe people just don't all the way believe in her because it makes me think back when she was signed to Pharrell, why she never popped. But I digress. Kanye, just do better. Speaking of people that need to do better... I want to say, okay, this may come off left to some people, but Kelly Rowland, you dead ass fucking wrong. And I, what I mean by that is this. June's Diary was a group that Kelly Rowland and Frank Gatson put together on BET. Sort of like a making a band type of deal. Okay. This had to be about, okay, it's 2018. That had to be about two years ago. Because I remember Beyonce was getting ready to drop Lemonade. That had to be, yeah, two years ago in 2016. And from then, there has been no progression. They got dropped from Epic Records. And it seems like Kelly Rowland don't even fuck with them like that. Like, you see Kelly at everybody's party, of course. Her, Lala, and Monica be at everybody's shit. Like... You could open a box of shoes and the motherfucker's going to be there at the red carpet. Like, <laughs> Kelly Rowland's at somebody's event or doing X Factor in Australia. Don't get me wrong. Get your coins. I get it. But why the fuck would you sit there and put a group together, have us invested in this group on this TV show, and then for you to just drop the ball on them? That's so fucked up to me because they're hella fucking talented. Them girls can sing their asses off. And if they were marketed the right way, they could be out here taking Fifth Harmony's place because Fifth Harmony is not here anymore. There's no group out right now that's doing it. So it fucked me up. So I think a week ago, they dropped an EP called All of Us. And the EP even pissed me off even more because it's so good. It's so good. It shows like really what their fucking true potential is. Like, they have... Oh, my God. Y'all. Y'all may not even know that June's Diary has an EP out. 
Definitely go on Apple Music title, wherever you play music. Just don't bootleg it. Stream it, player. Y'all can pay that $10 a month. It's called All of Us. It's good. It's a And it's only six songs, so it's not going to take you that long to get through it. Um, they distribute it on Jesse Smollett from Empire, his uh, his label or whatever imprint he has. He's the one helping them put out this fucking EP. And it's like, damn, Kelly Rowland put y'all together. Why the fuck she can't help y'all? Hey, yo, Beyonce, I know there's no chance that you're listening to this, but pick up June's Diary. Somebody, like, somebody has to sign these girls or push them and help them because, like, Kelly Rowland don't give a fuck. And, you know, it's like, why the fuck would I sign to Kelly Rowland when Kelly Rowland don't even give a fuck about her own career? Let's just keep it real because Kelly Rowland has had bomb-ass albums that she don't give a fuck about. Anyway, I digress. My favorite songs on the All of Us EP by June's Diary is definitely I Like Take Me and um, Have You Ever. Those are my favorite two. So definitely go ahead and play that. Like, I want y'all to fuck with that. June's Diary is bomb as fuck. Now, speaking of more fucking up. Dun, 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 dun. Azealia Banks is trying it again. I love Azealia Banks' music. I really, really do. And it's so hard to really fully support the girl. It is. It's so hard because she does so much fuckery. Like, she dropped Anna Wintour. That music video was dope. It was simple. The song is dope. She's talented. The thing is, she talks so much shit, but she has the talent. Like, she has it. Like... That's okay. She may be like a shitty person with a shitty opinion. But God damn it. When that bitch drop a motherfucking song, I'd be like, yo, this shit, this shit is fucking hitting. Hey, so Nicki Minaj posted a picture on Instagram of her and a mermaid tail on the beach. And Azealia saw the picture and was like, Nicki, you have no creativity. Who are you? You're not shit. Sit your old ass down. You look like chicken of the sea. Now, mind you, that was funny, and I did chuckle. I did. But I'm like, yo, Azealia, like, just, can you just focus on your music? Because your music is bomb as fuck. Like, just shut the fuck up, sis. Just just drop the music. But she want to argue with everybody? And she want to act like a fucking Gemini? Them Geminis is crazy, but that's a whole other story. Let me play y'all a little simp, a uh, little snip, snip. Like she snapped, bro. Listen. My nigga, she snapped. She just dropped this today. It's called Treasure Island. You can find it on her YouTube. It may be on Apple Music by the time you hear this. No, it'll be on Apple Music entitled July 13th. But Azalea Banks dropped uh, Treasure Island is what it's called. But it's on YouTube for right now. And it's like, yo, just drop music. Drop music. Music. Come on, Byron. You can speak. Music. <laughs> it's just like, I feel like when you're talented, just let your art speak for itself. Don't be getting into beats and shit. That shit's mad lame. That shit's outdated. And it's late. Ain't nobody got time for that shit. You know, but you guys, I digress. I do want to thank everybody for listening to this pilot. Should I call it a pilot? Yeah, let's call it a pilot. 
We just testing the waters, baby. We just putting put my foot in the water and shit, goddamn. Young nigga got a podcast now. Y'all better fuck with me. Fuck with me on Instagram and Twitter at Byron Graffiti. Also, follow my new blog, The Music Kingdom underscore on Instagram. I want to thank y'all for listening. And I will definitely be back next week. Um, I'm just getting my feet wet. I'm just trying new shit, man. I just want everybody to take away this. Definitely do what you want to do out here. Life is short. You could be gone in a second. And don't forget, always put your do-rag on at night and make sure your edges is right and tight, baby. Y'all have a good motherfucking day.